thank God. I didn't know how much more of that I could take. About five seconds, probably. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing? You all good? Some of us are awake. <laughs> yeah, some of us have been up for hours and still not awake by the looks of it. Jesus. <laughs> That's to say, behind the scenes stuff, eh? All right. Um, good morning, everyone. Welcome to a very special Tig Whippy Christmas. How are you doing? You all right? You all festive and jolly? Was I think looking we're like around. The, the least festivist looking elves ever. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the elf that can't be asked. <laughs> no, I, I'm. I, I see that myself as like kind of the the Brooklyn elf. <laughs> hey, yo, do you want some presents? <laughs> no, it's more like, hey, can I get a present? Yo, fuck off, huh? I'm working here. I've worked so hard all fucking week, all fucking year, so you can get your fucking toys under the tree. I need five minutes for my union mandated smoke break to go fuck yourself. <laughs> and that's James Atkinson, by the way. <laughs> and joining us, we've got two special guests so far today. We may have more. I don't know. It's Christmas after all. We could have special surprises. Ooh. But joining us as... Down there, down below, as you can see, me, right there. It's it's Rose Toy Clearance. Where? What? Hello. <laughs> it's like a Brady Bunch movie, mate. Look up, you'll see me. It's random every time. I have no control over it. And <laughs> that side, that side, even though you can, you can only see his little picture, little picture right in the middle, trying to be like Bond. It's oh, Geo. Oh, oh. <gasps> That's me. <laughs> That's not very Christmassy. It's a Christmas Damn it, one. I need more jingle bells for doing that one. We really came know. unprepared for this one. We could have like created holiday stuff and like done a bunch more stuff, but we decided to dress up instead. To take the dress path, up, talk shit. Take the path of least resistance, right? Damn right, it's Christmas. We don't want to do too much. No, don't need to People raise. We don't need to raise expectations here. God no. Well, we don't want that. We expect uh, us to do like full sort of link transitions and everything between segments. Uh, What's that about? We don't want that. No, we need the hard jump cuts. <laughs> where James says something that's slightly racist, and then Will just goes, "So how about that news, guys?" <laughs> <laughs> it's wait a second look over there there's a shiny thing james shush, ow, ow. Which james ow. what it's just boy, millwall boy, fans i'm boy. talking about it's not like it's a big deal <laughs> <laughs> they would fly a plane out of gatwick to come and bottle you but <laughs> do they have enough money to even buy a plane ticket though <laughs> i'll club together and go fund me it's fine it's come together exactly <laughs> you see, you see, it all kind of not links. What are we exactly. going to talk about on the show today? We're going to talk about the year. We're going to talk about what what we thought about 2018, or is that going to be next week for the new year? We can. I don't know. It's Christmas. <laughs> we could talk about. Hey, there's a Steam sale on. We can tell you how to spend your last minute. We can tell you how to spend your money and your gift cards you're going to get. Well, that's a good point, actually, because I could ask—I could ask a question that I put on a poll on uh, Twitter at the moment. You could help me out on that one. 
Yes, buy it. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. Just buy it. It's fine. Well, I've still got the rest of the Christmas money I've been given. So, you know, as, as Will pointed out beforehand, that's a good thing to do. Good, good idea to, you know, spend the Are you going to let that money go to waste? Are you just going to sit there and just let it not. do something? And But when you can give yourself the instant gratification that is a video game. Tomorrow it could be worth nothing. This is what the English or economy is like. It'd be just can, me give my paycheck right back to my job. Could 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 you even get it in March? <laughs> yeah, it's gone so downhill over here in with Brexit and and or Article Thirteen. We can't actually buy games now because they go against copyright. <laughs> well, God no. It's a good point. It's a very good point. You make an excellent, excellent point here because what it is, right? You've essentially got three. You've got four months to like stock up on all the shit you can until yeah, like sure. it may or may not be able to be imported. <laughs> yeah, even digitally, you can't import it. It's like we've closed off the the. We've closed <laughs> off the internet, everyone. That that's not how the internet works. Of course, it is. We can just flip a switch. That's how I do it at my house. Lord, sir, that's that's the television. What? It's not the internet? Bully! I just assume... I don't know. I, I, watched, I watched Capitol Hill, like, talk to the Google executive, and essentially it was just, like, a bunch of old guys screaming at, it, at their, like, teenage kids to, like, get their computers to fucking work. <laughs> how do I Google... Have you turned it on? Is it plugged in? Exactly. It's a little power. Do you hear Have it? Go... Did you know? You are aware this, this is a VTEC computer. You can play OXO and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, but Simon says. There's four buttons on it. Okay, what are they? One's blue, one's red, one's yellow. <laughs> it's not a computer. It is that my son said so. <sighs> So yeah, so right, the, the the game of question, right? and I already have it on PS4. This is this is the the, the dilemma, and it be purely purely for double dipping purposes. And I've already triple dipped this year, you know, out of the Christmas money I got, I got um, P PS4's version of PUBG. So triple dipped on that. But the game in question is Action Hank. It is purely score chasing. I know. I see the look of disapproval in your face. In your face, there, James. I know it triple dip. It was under. It's the fact that it was PUBG and not actually a decent game. <laughs> How's that early release still happening for you? Is that all right? <laughs> it's full release now. No. It is. It's a disc and everything. I can show you the disc. True, but what is the, the disc? What does the packaging say on it? <laughs> I wonder if it's different. Hang on, I'll go have a look. Yeah, I, I, because I know what the Xbox One said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we all know that. We saw that bugger. I made great pains to show it. Right. Yeah. Right. It does. Right. So the bottom of it, it doesn't say a thing. It does not say this is a. What does know. the background text say? There we go. Let's have a look. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
Okay. So I just see a subpar game <laughs> then that could that is done better by and I don't believe I've ever said this and I don't believe I'll ever say it again. I if you want PUBG buy Black Ops 4. It does it better. Wash your mouth out. It does it better. How <laughs> oh, dare you? It does it better. It does it so yeah. much better. Action Hank is a game in question. A running, jumpy, assault coursey, time chasing game that's been out for a while now, and it's it was quite, it's quite fun on the PS4. And I only want to get it if I do get it on Steam as a score chaser for a couple of others from the. Uh, from one of the communities I'm in, you to control or defeat ones. So, so guys, I put it to you. Yes or no? So you, you're buying a game to show another community that you're really good at the game on another console, and you need to show them by spending money to show them how much better than them they are? <laughs> Potentially, yes. I'm all for elitism. I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah, 10 out of 10, do, do it. it. Make that way. Yeah. Just do it. We're fine. Yeah. No, it's it's fine. You're talking to the guy who bought Destiny on both PlayStation Four and uh, and PC. So I mean, then guess what? Live while you guys are talking, I'm gonna get it. So this is where cri Will's credit <laughs> card information. Two, one, one. <laughs> what's what's the three digits on the back of your card again, Will? Uh, eight. <laughs> One. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, see, this this is not a good this is not a good place to like have anybody like try not to have their video game senses enabled. It's like, should I buy this thing? All of us are gonna be like, yeah. Uh, is yeah, it? Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it unless it's Atlas, and then then. Uh, We'll talk more about Atlas probably next week or in a special. The only thing I'm going to say is that I'm going to leave you all with one meme before we do it. It's fall Bethesda. Hey, look at our shitty game release. Atlas, fucking hold my beer. <laughs> you know it. Yeah, like how many people it. have quadruple dipped with like Skyrim? Like, really? Like, I bought Skyrim on PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and PC. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think I think I bought it twice on PS3 because I had the regular. Then I bought it again to get the collector's edition. And then I got it again on PS4. And I'm probably getting the VR at some point. Just if I ever get VR, I'll probably get it again. And then when the next round of consoles come out and they release it again, we'll all buy Skyrim again. Of course. Because it's Skyrim. Well, we know Rob's that bad because he's done it. <laughs> now, the, now, the, real, the real question becomes this. Mm -hmm. Right? Is Elder Scrolls 6 just going to be like Skyrim 2? <coughs> That's a good question. <laughs> That's a very good question. Would anybody be upset if it was Skyrim 2? Well, I uh, wouldn't care either way because I wouldn't play it. <laughs> and uh, but you didn't have to buy it on Alexa. That's the thing. Well, nobody has to buy anything, do they? Really, it's a want. It's a pure want. 
I mean, eventually Skyrim is just going to be like the YouTube of iPhone. It's going to be on everything you buy. It's going to be the pre-installed. You can't delete it. Oh, no, what they're going to do for the next I, you know, the uh, iTunes update, they're going to put it into your gaming uh, folder on your iPhone. Yeah, I think it's going to be like that YouTube album. Like, you can't delete yep. it. It'll be there forever. Like my kids, you know, you'll be reading them play. You know, it's baby's first video game. It's baby's first Skyrim. <laughs> Honey, why is the kid playing Skyrim? He's got to learn sometime. And well, it's Skyrim. <laughs> Good wholesome game. Good. Wholesome. It'll be like a, you know, so we play like music for, for while the pregnancy. Like all the all the baby music albums just gonna be Skyrim. Dun, 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 dun. Actually, they say playing while I, while I, my mother is with child. They say that the best thing to do is play classical music. So I mean, it is orchestral in nature. So there you it's go. Not necessarily wrong. The next U two album will be Skyrim. Yeah, U two will be doing a benefit concert to save the Nords of Skyrim from the Empire's rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bono will be like, right, so. We've got all these empire invading territory, and that's not cool. So we need to go out and save the save these people from genocide. Why? Because the Nords are people too. <laughs> and then they'll have like a list of like all the all like the Norns that have died under the Empire rule, scrolling as like they like you know Bono ascends up into space and like shakes hands with God and like flies throughout the universe and like saves all the children. Because it's Bono. I'm pretty sure that's what he dreamed last night. Because <laughs> nobody calls him number two. Nobody gets that right? No? That was a bad episode of it, wasn't it? Hmm. You like the bitty? Does Bono like the bitty? Uh. He the bitty. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, right. <laughs> you guys, Steam sale. What would you think? What would you pick up? Uh, uh nothing, because I own all of Steam at this point. Um, but if I were to make recommendations for people, and I would do this by pulling up Steam right now, uh, I do know Yakuza is thirteen bucks. Yakuza zero. Nice. And I know that that is uh. That is probably worth getting. Uh, let's take a look here. Uh, how to help you... Prey is 15 bucks. Oh. Uh, Shit your pants for the new year. Yeah. Stellaris is $10, uh, which is great. These are usually like... If you have a Paradox game, this is usually a good time to pick up all the DLC. Because usually all the DLC is massively, massively discounted. Yeah. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, uh, the Definitive Edition is only 30 bucks. Nice. Which is very good. Um, let's see what else, what else is good deals? Uh, Siege is $8.99. Rainbow oh, Six. Rainbow Six Siege? Yeah. I don't think it comes with any of the DLC, it's just the base game. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is 30 bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad. But let's talk about the real game here. Ah, yes. 
So football manager, it's football, on sale. football manager is on sale for $37 down for 50 bucks. So fo football manager is on sale, which is obviously the most important game in the steam bundle. Um, of course. Kingdom come deliverance is 50, but is 50% off. So it uh, looks like 20, 30 bucks. Uh, just passing through. You can get the borderlands collection for 15 bucks. That's all of them. Uh, why having if you don't have it yet? I'm not sure why you would haven't bought it yet, but now's the time to do it. Uh, popular. Let's just look at what what people are buying. Yeah, top selling. Uh, Monster Hunter World is like fifty is thirty four percent off. That's not bad considering there is an expansion coming next year. Mm-hmm. And a big one apparently, and that is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Far Cry is uh is sixty percent off. Far Cry Five. Hmm. One of my game of the year picks, uh, Dragon Age, is forty percent off. Nice. Hitman Two is all is discounted. Mm -hmm. Though who plays Hitman games? Uh, you can get Shadow of War, the definitive edition, for seventy percent off. War. Yeah. Wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, speaking of though, while while we're looking at these, yeah. Will and Will and Geo, before yeah. we start going through other people's games of the year choices, because we did have them after our special nearly live episode last week which people oh, still complained right. about that we weren't <laughs> that we weren't talking to them hello robin um so yeah <laughs> see that's yeah, the totally, totally live totally yeah, live because totally cl it clearly said premiere there but i mean totally, yeah what was your games of the year i'm still kind of going through them i actually bought pretty much all of 2018 during sales so i didn't have to pay much i got most of my games free uh so at the moment uh -huh. i would go with spider-man because that was like the best one but i'm currently playing through god of war right now and loving the hell of it but only play a couple hours i can't yeah. just say god of war but at the moment spider-man until pretty much i finish god of war so i'm pretty sure it's gonna change fair play and will yeah i've not played any game from this actual year but watching them god of war was the most enjoyable uh, yeah, out of all, hands down. Yeah, yeah, God of War, God of War. We all agree it's God of War. We can we can agree yeah. that it it was the best experience overall. I don't think we need any DLC for God of War. It is nope. its own. Uh, what the the question I posed to uh, at the back office uh, before we had the Game Awards and everything here uh, at the beginning of this year. We remember that bold statement from EA saying that single player games are dead and only people only want multiplayer. Here's a question for you all. Name me one game of the year choice that isn't a single player game. I can't think of any. I'll wait. I'll wait as well. Because we tried ask it, answering this last week. We couldn't do it. No. Nope. People in chat, you want to give this one a go as well? Yeah. Prove, prove me wrong. I'll wait. I got time. Because while we are waiting, 
we can actually go through what the lovely people actually wrote into us about and said. The hat is really yeah. itchy, so I'm taking it off. I was, I was gonna say, we, we've seen that meme of, of James in the park with the little side say, yeah, prove me wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Single player games are all the game of the year. Prove me wrong. Your elf off. I, hey, I, I'm still, da, 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 da. still dressed. <laughs> right, so, Michael, who's in the chat with us, uh, he was first up. And he said, seeing as the next podcast is the 2018 Games of the Year show, which it was, I'll put my top five here. And he was. I will do it in ascending order. So five to one. So at number five, it was Soul Calibur 6. The character creator for that is legit. That's the one where you can, you, can, and, you can expand your dog, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And they also put B2 in there with all of her backstory. Oh, can, nice. Yep. All, all of her backstory. You know, when she fights, sometimes the backstory explodes off characters, but she has a yep. lot of backstory. That's cool, because that's another game I have to try and go through. And I know Geo hates me for not playing enough of it. I haven't played it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Geo. don't hit me again. <laughs> and number four, Yokuza Express. Very good choice. Very, very good choice. That was one of my indie game of the year. Very well deserved. Number three, Monster Hunter yeah. World. That's... Now, surprise. I'm sorry, you were going to say, James. That's fair. I mean, that, we, we we kind of all debated that that would be the only real multiplayer game we could put in a Game of the Year category. And well worth it, really. Exactly. And I, and, and I dare say the only reason why I'm not upset with this one is because it's built itself on the pedigree of being a multiplayer game since its inception. And it's not just like, hey, let's make a game. Oh, by the way, let's throw a multiplayer on top of it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I I agree with that one. It was, it was a lot better, and the monsters were a lot. I don't know. It was a lot more balanced with friends to take the monsters off, because you you can't. There's no power bar. There's no health they have on there. The monster, you don't know when it's about to die or not. You just have to keep twatting away and hoping. And number two, now, James, I, I need you to brace yourself here because this is not normally a game that you would like. Okay. And I know at times you can go a bit sleepy with them. So it's okay. So number two for Michael is TT Isle of Man Ride on the Edge. It's a motorcycling game around the Isle of Man for the TT races. I'm fine with that. I mean, I know the Isle of Man motorcycle race is one of the most dangerous motorcycle races there is. And I actually do find it very interesting. Because it is well, the only thing that the Isle of Man is known for, besides having three legs on a flag. <laughs> a dangerous race. <laughs> really, besides of that, would anybody else know that it existed, besides the fact that it's it's in the, uh, the, the nice little bay between England and Ireland? Nope, nothing else. Nothing else that I would know of or hear about it. And they just have no strategic value whatsoever, except from just like... <laughs> We've got a race. Goes on the island. Yeah. No, anybody? No. The one I'm motorcycle like, oh, guy's like, I got this, guys. And then the rest <laughs> is history. That's how that developed. Literally, the history of Isle of Man got settled probably by some Irishmen trying to find their way to the mainland. Just said, fuck it, we'll just stay here. And then race. That was it. Done. Isle of Man. 
Ah, okay. Yep, right. And uh, the the top one for Michael. The top one for Michael is Yakuza 6. Did I? That, that did come out this year, right? Yeah, you did say it came out this year. Earlier in the year. Yep, yep. Fair enough. So, yeah, so there's that. Right, okay. Uh, let's see what else. Now we had Dilly Wapper, who came in next with, for lack of a fifth, because honestly, he can't remember between 2017 and 2018. He was uh, number four, Darksiders 3. Number three, Call of Cthulhu. Number two, Vampire. Or Vampire. With a Y. And number one, Subnautica. I see a theme here. That's Very like darkish the... theme, yeah. Do you yeah, like Cthulhu like... mythos? Because yeah. it sounds like like that's your thing. Might I suggest okay. The Witcher 3? Yes, The Witcher 3. Uh, we're in chat, Red Dead Redemption 2. It's a good shout. Did you play it all? I mean, I've played enough of it to say that it's in the running. Um, it, but it plays much like a Western movie in the sense that it takes a long time for the plot to get going. Once the plot gets going, it's good. What what made it not game of the year for me, uh, no Clint Eastwood. Yeah, they should have tried to have Clint in there for some reason, shouldn't they? Or the guy for, or, or or what's what's his face? The guy he's the he's the old cowboy in like Westworld. He's the main Yul bad Brenner. guy. Yeah, like he's been in tons of westerns. Mm-hmm. You know, like get like one of the guys who like made westerns famous and have him just if, voice yeah, a character. Yeah, they're still alive. There's plenty of them still alive. We know Eastwood is. Yul Brynner isn't. No, the guy from Westworld, the new Westworld. Oh, the new Westworld. Oh, yeah, um, new Westworld, not old Westworld. Not the oh, old Westworld, but the new one. No, he was in um, Abyss. Mm. I'll get his name. Yeah, I'll carry on with because we got next is uh, Fem Fox, who unfortunately couldn't be here today because she's not well. So please get well soon, Fem. Ed Harris. Oh, okay. Ed Harris has been in westerns. Yeah. Kurt Russell was in a western. You can have him from Tombstone. Yeah, Kurt Russell, Kevin Costner was in mm-hmm. was in a couple. <laughs> well, well, Kevin Costner could actually play well because play well in the Rockstar game because he could do three hours worth of posing because that would be long enough. <laughs> yeah, nobody had nobody has come back to that one, did he? <laughs> right. uh, Gary saying Forza because it was free and worth every penny dimes. He says because he got it on Game Pass and or uh, other means. <laughs> <laughs> right. Trust me, that families. There is an upside to having family. <laughs> Both have an Xbox. Right. Uh, so, so Femfox was saying, uh, basically played any, rarely, rarely played any new releases this year. So, number five, something else. <laughs> great. Number five. Number four, Moonlighter. Anyone? I think yeah. it's a, I think it's like an indie jumping platforming game. Right. Okay. Number three, Spyro. Okay. Can't allow it. Did, re- did Legacy Collection did release. Can't allow. Mm-hmm. Octopath Traveler. Can't agree. It's a good game. And number one, 
with the agreement with Lake, Red Dead Redemption 2. Which is good. That's good choices. Uh, John S. Reed then said, ooh, tough one. Because again, John F. Reed couldn't join us today because he has family matters need doing. But yes, so hello, John. How you doing? Hope you're well. And uh, number five, Dead Cells. Now, I have seen that played, and that does look really tough. Really good, but really tough. Number four, family oriented game, Overcooked 2. Mm. Again, number three, Yoku's Island Express. Which I see that is actually appearing on <coughs> now, and that's a very good choice. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, number two. And number one, something that we haven't mentioned yet, Celeste. Yeah, Celeste got a lot of good press. Um, and I would agree, but I'm not an indie platforming guy. Like, that is yeah, you... not my, I'm, I'm not a platforming <laughs> guy in general, so... That's not your cup of iron brew. No, nowhere close to it. <laughs> and then finally, Tim. Hello, Tim. How you doing, matey? Hope you're well. And so he's his is also he's got a tough year to pick. So number five is Red Dead Redemption Two. Fair, because he says it could move up once he's finished it next year. Far Cry Five at number. Four. It had its moments. It, it was a Far Cry game, but it had its moments. Yeah. Number three, God of War. That's too low. Yeah. Forza Horizon 4 is number two. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not game of the year, racing game of the year, fair enough. But game of the year, nah, I just don't see it. And number one, Marvel Spider-Man. That's fair. Like, I... I'll I'll do I'll find that after watching Into the Spider Verse last night. Um, by the way, great movie. You should see it. Uh, Old Man Spider Man is my uh, spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> is that because he has a walking stick made of whips? No, he's there's it's just it's just my favorite version of Peter Parker. Right. Uh, I, I don't like all of the, like, I'm young Peter Parker, I'm young Peter, I like old grizzled Peter who's been doing it for a long time, and life has really started to, like, get him down and beat him up a bit. He, he keeps getting up and doing it because that's the thing he has to do. You know, he's divorced from MJ because his entire life has been consumed by being Spider-Man. He doesn't work good, he, you know, he... He's extremely intelligent, has a degree in chemical engineering, but doesn't work at a job like that because he can't balance his life to do that. He lives in a shitty apartment in almost poverty and uh, just does Spider-Man because it's both his escape from his real life and the reason for all of his problems. And uh, I think it says a lot about, you know, old man Spider-Man is best Spider-Man in my mind. A depressed, out-of-date superhero. <laughs> He's your spirit animal. Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> Good choice. He, Good happy choice. He, he, well, he mirrors the majority of our of our generation. He 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 is literally he's overworked, overqualified, underpaid, and underappreciated for what he does, and can't afford to buy his own house. All because of our parents. Yep. All all of his villains are older than him. 
Dr. Octopus and how he got guns. And he absolutely uses his, his dentures in every day. A few missing arms. <laughs> or when he just wanders off on its own. Like, yeah, the arms are the thing that are using the, uh, the walker. Back in my day! When I <laughs> fought Spider-Man! <laughs> it's all got an in his arms. <laughs> but no, I can see, I can see Spider-Man. If it's if it was on sale, Spider-Man, mm. I would have, I would have bought it for the holidays. But I don't think it's on sale. Thank you. Uh, yeah, here. depends on stores. We have it. Uh, some places have it down to forty, or even less, depending where you're looking. Twenty-five. That's my price point. And that's for base game. That's not including DLC. I'm talking base game. Mm. Spider-Man is twenty-five bucks for me, because I have that. That's like, like I have to turn. I have to replug in my PlayStation, find a monitor port for it, get the capture card running. You know, there, there's effort that needs to be put in, so that detracts from the monetary value. Also, I've watched people play it, so I'm kind of don't need to play it. So you're happy to play vicariously through. Well, yeah, it's 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 my number one go through. If, if I am not super so hyped about a game that I've already pre ordered it, as I've done a lot of times, um, my my go to is find the two or three people whose opinions I trust who are playing the game, watch it for yeah. an hour. If I'm still super hyped about it, I buy game. If I'm not super hyped about it, I watch them finish the game and then give them all of my revenue money for watching it play. Well, there is another bit out, um, and it's Homecoming Talk in VR. Yeah, but so you just I said VR, which means so I immediately bad. blacked out. <laughs> I stopped caring. You said VR, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you went... I went to my happy place. <laughs> so, Wookiees, I'm struggling with my game of the year. It's between Red Dead Redemption 2 and Yakuza Kiwami 2. Ooh. Good choices. Very good choices, both. Um, we have high praise for the Yakuza games here. Um, yes. We we would agree. Um, I guess it all depends on where you are, because Red Dead is a is very much a story that has... It's very set in its tone, and it's very kind of linear. In the, its story is, is long, drawn out, very linear, and you kind of see as it goes. We're... Kiwami kind of has ups and downs like it has peaks and valleys of like we've, we've talked about it like high emotional tension and then just absolute ridiculousness yeah and it has that balance very well set I, lo I, lo I love the, the craziness when it does go silly it goes very silly to the point where you go wait what they're getting away with this in a game what and then you go Oh, it's Japanese culture. Yeah. Yeah, nothing Fair is enough. more Japanese than the game <laughs> called Yakuza. Yeah. So, right. Okay, so that's the games of the year. That's the talking to you guys about the games of the year. Now, we have two guests here. There, one there, one there, one there, one there. Now, uh, Will, I know, has had an interesting and event-packed year. So, would you like to tell us all about your year, Will? 
I can do. I can do. Well, started streaming in August. Did I? Yeah, sometime in August, July, August. And it was pretty good. Started off with Halo Reach. Great title. Great title. Then started to get a bit more serious. What? Affiliated in July? No. September. My memory's really good. I'm on some very strong painkillers. So be aware, I might phase out completely because I've mixed alcohol with them. Probably not a wise idea, kids. Don't do that. I'm looking over there because my games are over there. Might give me a hint. Assassin's Creed playthrough. Started and then got nicked by somebody. I don't know who that was, but they're a thieving bastard. Yeah. And it was pretty good. We're all the way through to Syndicate, which is just installing. As well as other secret games coming up in the new year. IRL's been terrible, so let's not even go there. Between injury, crippling illness, death, you know, usual lovely 2018 to follow the bad 2017 and the pretty bad 2016. And now I'm here. There's no point in making it drag out. It's been a good year. Really enjoyed becoming an affiliate. Met some lovely people. And other people. Joined a couple of communities. And Twitch has been amazing. So, what can I say? It's been an interesting year. Out of the games you stream so far, what would you say is your best one, your favourite one? Assassin's Creed 2. Hands down. <laughs> you love that game overall, don't you? <laughs> I've played it through 25 times now. I think, I think I've got the gist of it. <laughs> And it's always handy when you're about because you go large. So, yes, Will. You, you see that person there? Yeah? That was your target. You just walked by him. Oh, shit. So casually as well. <laughs> I have to half watch your streams because of my OCD because somebody doesn't collect everything. There's me getting every feather, every chest, and there's, oh, I'm just going to walk past all these really cool things. It's you like... know. <laughs> doesn't toss guards off. Doesn't assassinate their balls. <laughs> Atrocious playing. I mean, I've got to leave something different for you to be original, haven't I? No. There's one way to play, and that's to be as dirty as hell throughout. Remember, there there's two ways to play Assassin's Creed. There's to be the sneaky assassin who goes and kills his target and leaves, and then there's the other one, which is also be a sneaky assassin who just murders everybody because dead men tell no tales, and if there's no witnesses, who can tell if you are there or not? The loot players, because they always come back. Yeah, loot the bodies, because you know you need the money, because they don't now. Yeah, he's just he's just taking it and putting it back into the economy. Otherwise, it just get tied up and stuff. So essentially, you're doing a service. Exactly, you're recycling the money back in. That's a lovely, lovely service. So, um. So you're saying that you're going to be playing Syndicate in the year? Yeah. Are yeah. You, is there any plans that you can tell everybody about what else you're doing in the new year? Well, I'm still deciding between, because I stream four times a week, doing two different games in a week, or still doing my playthrough of a game all the way through, and then switching into another game for a bit, 
for a week or two, and then switching back into the franchise I'll be playing through. Gears of War's on the list. Hopefully, a PC setup will arrive. Hopefully, and that'll open up some retro gaming, which will be a day a week. But, you know, make no plans. The best laid plans of mice and men, says my English very level. Yeah, I asked Gandhi Glenn. As it normally, as they say. Gazoon type. Yeah. <laughs> there are various plans, but, you know, let's not set anything in stone. Real life is a bitch. Yeah, especially after this year. <laughs> yeah. But there you go. There's, there's exciting things on the way. Hopefully some massive giveaways. We like we like the giveaways apparently. As I found out in, in Tom's stream yesterday. I think a Nintendo Switch is due for the new year. Oh, that's nice. Because I know uh, Red Range is still trying to get a, a, a decent copy of Bayonetta on the Switch, so he can get both of them. Mm. Right, James, how about you, mate? How's your 2018 been? Uh, it's been a thing. I I do this show 50 times a year. You know, you know, we're almost on our, uh, we're halfway through our third season. It's, it's only been 125 episodes. Now this, this being 126, uh, you could dare say it's the boxing day version of Tig Whippies. <laughs> yeah. Well, we get the refunds coming back in. Yeah, exactly. No, this this is this. Is, but no, it's been interesting. Uh, we've we what did we do? We changed providers for the podcast. Yeah, we've muddled with a few things. We we were an affiliate last year, right? Yeah. But this is our first full year as an affiliate. Um, we've met a bunch of nice and more people for the community. We've done, we, we've beaten our charity goals out the frickin' window, uh, which was which was very nice. Uh, and we have Extra Life coming up, not Extra Life, the other one, Special Effect is coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, in like, what, three months? Uh, less than that. Yeah, well, actually, no, you're right. It is almost, it's two months. It'll be two months next week. So everybody, there. Uh, we'd like to start uh, letting you know that Extra Life 2019 is coming soon, and we'd really like your support. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll set the page up in the new year. You will set the page up in the new year first thing, along with Special Effect. Um, we did some great interviews. Uh, we got Mark Savile from Special Effect on. That was yes, that was a that was a great time. Um, oh yes, probably great... probably one of our best interviews we've done. Mm -hmm. uh, mainly because uh, I there was no bollocks. Like the entire time, it was it was legitimate, <laughs> legitimate yeah. people. And we actually sounded like we were doing proper interview. Yeah, no, we, it we was questions and everything. Yeah, and, and it's always very great to have somebody on who's passionate about what they do and passionate about the cause and, and a very good cause. So, um, I'm not saying um don't watch that one, but if you're if you're going to watch any Tigwhippy shows. The two, the the two that I most recommend are um, the Mark Savile interview for how great this can be, and then episode fifty for just how much of a clusterfuck that this can be. 
Like they are literally the the two extremes of of exactly what this show can be, going from clear, concise, wonderful talks to just bashing anything we can find on the internet, which happened to be the Fifty Shades of Grey board game. Under family fun in the Amazon section. I'm just waiting to see whether we all can get one of those for his toy clearance. You bet. I'll get a new stocking next week. No. <laughs> we'll see if we can get a deal to play it live on the show. But it's it's we won't have a pre-owned one. <laughs> you better you, you may need want to disinfect some of those pieces then. Yeah, disinfect the pieces, pieces that are sticking. Nothing says family fun with grandma like fifty shades of grey. You need to put the ball oh, gag in your mouth, Grant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, this is what your grandpa used to do to me. Grandma! Oh, my God. No. <laughs> my mind. Give me some bleach to my mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously, of course, because there's going to be... Get ready for all of those inappropriate conversations around the dinner table coming up soon. Because not only did you have them at Thanksgiving, but they're going to ask you all the same questions and nothing has changed between now and then. Yeah, it's like... Well, <laughs> you're grand remembering at, least in, at least in America. It, <laughs> for the rest of you, it's like the first time you've seen the family in a while. We get them back to back. When the, your grand began with the story, uh, and she, she beats it completely innocently, but when you hear it, you know, when your uncle and his mate gave her a spit roast... <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like god there's a reason why it's like, there's a reason why that you're like in your 30s and still sit at the kitty table <laughs> with all like your great like your like first cousins and second cousins and nieces and nephews why is uncle james sitting at the kitty table uncle james can't take a joke and acts like a 12 year old so that's why he's sitting here besides it's always more fun at the kitty table there's crayons and pencils and paper. Oh, I know. <laughs> I remember one time where like a family member was dating somebody and I was older than that person, but because of they were dating them, I got kicked to the kiddie table. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, but that's, and they're like, no, you're going to sit at the kiddie table. And I just like looked, I was like, all right. Just, 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 never look back. just, just go over here then. No, 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 right? don't, no, you don't need to bring me my food. I can get it myself. It's fine. Did they want to cut it up for you? <laughs> no, but, uh, I, I did take all the rolls in the, uh, from the kitty table because obviously survival of the fittest, I was the biggest and strongest and, uh, <laughs> box them out. <laughs> She's tossing like... the kids to one side. <laughs> James, can you give me a roll? No, mine. No, mine. If I'm going to be here, I'm at least going to have all the rolls. <laughs> you don't need that. Why? I'm bigger than you. Okay. <laughs> Take my green beans. Why? I don't eat anything that's green. But it's healthy for you. Yeah. But when you're older, when you're older than as old as I am, you don't have to worry about eating those green things. But you're at the kitty table. Yeah, I'll still get pudding. Yeah, so 20, 2018, it's been 
it's been an interesting year. We've done we've done more. We've done things. We've seen some stuff that's worked, some stuff that hasn't. We've changed things around. We kept some things the same. Um, you know, it's it's always interesting when you do something like this, and you have been doing something like this for as long as we have. Because, God, will this is fifth year for us, maybe doing it overall? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Fifth year for me. I know that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm probably like four and a half, almost mm -hmm. into five. You're not too far behind. It's, You're really not too far. It's it, it's amazing how something that was it would usually cause you great stress and anxiety now all of a sudden is second nature. And uh, it's interesting. We, we do enjoy doing this. I mean, obviously, it's a lot of fun. And we're planning on in New Year. New things are going to be coming in the New Year, which we'll talk about next week. Mainly because we want you to, to show up next week, please. It would be nice to see all of you. And it's kind of nice to talk to you people about stuff. And other things. But, you know, it's... If I'm looking at what I would like, would have liked to do more. I would have liked to stream more. But uh, life got in the way. You know, we changed jobs. I uh, started working in a different field. I had to make adjustments, but I think things have settled down and we're going to be able to start seeing... I, I like to try and start streaming more, if only because I play a lot of video games by myself and I'd like to start hanging out with people doing it. But crazy enough, crazy enough, um, I have actually played Destiny 2 with people on the regular now. Which is wow, really, that's yeah, dangerous stuff. <laughs> we did we did a nightfall together. It's the first nightfall I have completed in Destiny Two. How long has that game been out? It's got to be at least a year and a half now. And Maybe I've, two years. A year and a half. We're in year two of the yeah. of the of their plan. So, yeah. Um, Michael Patterson, no Corby Town next year. No, sadly, no Corby Town. Instead, you're getting Tig Whoopies FC. Who's going up against Corby Town? Yep, yep, yep. Just smash him into the ground. We're 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 throwing money into Corby Town's coffers. I have a I have um. I actually, if I want to pull it up, because I can, I have the team, all set and ready. Now our team is all made of regens because that's the way I run these things. And I think regens are more fun and interesting to uh, to play as. Uh, that's not the right key. Foot. I'm surprised you didn't get a call in the week for Manchester United. You did a manager. I know. I mean, it could it couldn't have done. I I, I can't do any worse. Uh, I am a Tottenham su supporter though, so that that may be a problem. But behind the fact that I'm you a could always run them into the ground. True. I could, are you saying I could do worse than Mourinho already has? If you tried. I could try. But the question is, it's like, did he try? But that's that's something. That, just blame everybody else for, for their problems. Yes, that's right. We're loading into Football Manager. Um, there's a reason why that this is already a blessed save for the generation. I've The generating of uh, of people. And yes, the reason why everybody's seeing this is because I'm too lazy to like make the screen look something different or do anything like that. Blah blah blah. But let's 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 load up. You notice how there's a Tig Whippy's FC stream save? 
Um, this will also take a little while to load because it has over 300,000 players generated. Oh, so only one or two then. The yeah. L. Yeah, yeah, only one or two. Uh, so it, it gave us a, a, a large pool of players. And unlike the Tick Whippies FC save that I have been doing, which is, uh, we'd like to thank uh, Das Tigwippies FC in Germany for sniping all the German talent. We've kind of gone more Brexit-focused on this one, uh, in case there is a bad Brexit. So, here we are. Here is, uh, is Tigwippies FC. Here is the team. Uh, let me make the adjustment here. So you're saying, James, why is this a blessed run? Well, I, I will tell you why. Uh... Our lead striker, and I didn't, I did not make this up, is Jonathan Atkinson. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, he's from Corby. <laughs> I didn't edit him at all. He happens to be a a pacey, fast guy, and yeah. We have a goalkeeper named Jacques Pooler, who's Welsh. But yeah, no, that's why this is a blessed save. It, it looks very good. We have a very strong team. I may or may not have uh, gone and tried and bought, buy in a lot of, like, you know, Welsh and Scottish and English talent. But yeah, that's what we're looking at. That is that is going to be next year. Take Whippies FC. So get ready. Mm -hmm. It's going to be us versus Corby Town. We're going to, and the thing is too, I have the in-game editor turned on, so I can throw oh. money into Corby Town's bank budget. So I can make just basically like they have ten million pounds right now in their bank because ten million. But yeah, that's that's things to look forward to. Obviously, there's other video games and stuff we're going to be looking forward to next year. I personally am probably going to play the shit out of all of the the. RPG like games that are coming out. Um, yeah. that means I'll probably dabble in Anthem. Right. Don't don't judge. But um yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun. There's there's a lot of cool things that I think are going to be going into the next year. Uh obviously we have February to look forward to. And all the shit that's happening in February. Oh yeah. But yeah, no, 2018's been a good year for the most part uh when it, I think when it comes to the show uh obviously for other things. But like 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 uh Will said the best. Good year for streaming, good year for the show. Personal life. Meh. Take it or leave. Been, yeah. Which leads me on to Geo. Hello. Hey, okay the whole time. <laughs> How, how's your year been? What you, what's your year been like? Oh man, like you said, <laughs> saying the same. Uh, been really getting a lot of streaming in. Uh, some good stuff, and finally, thanks to my uh, healthcare, I currently have uh, finally getting everything up to date. Uh, got a job, finally, after years of trying. Finally, got somebody hired me, so it's nice. Still currently hired. I got wood. Um, but yeah, it's all been good. Just gaming, streaming, trying to knock 
knock out my backlog as I constantly add more games. The pain yeah. of us all. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's what I said. So, most part good, gaming good, streaming good, personal life, good and bad. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can pretty much say the same, really. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of my year has been an extension of what James has said, really. I mean, let's, let's look at it as, as, as it is. As the podcast, we have grown this year. People in Poland listen to us. Wow. Poland. Hey, we're international. The game won't Poland itself. Also Sweden. Oh, no, <laughs> like oh, and and Ireland and the UK. I mean and I mean like Ireland, Ireland, not Northern Ireland. We, we... Ah, the Republic. Yes, the Republic. Because I mean, you know, we, we've hit milestones this year for Tigrippy and myself. I mean, we've hit, we hit a recent milestone of the podcast, Podbean, you know, where we host the, the show. We, we passed another one on YouTube, even though that's, that's YouTube. That's where we throw all of our videos in case I ever need to, like, have them and download them again. Yes. YouTube, it's a great way to upload your videos and keep them safe. I have a huge backlog I need to finally transfer over. <laughs> yeah, have your archive copyright claimed. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure you'll, you'll get a couple of copyrights incoming, just so you know. I, yeah, I don't you. even challenge them anymore. <laughs> they can just take the money for all I care. By the way, which we are not monetized for, which is fine. So let let them all, okay. all argue over it. I won't. Yeah, yeah. They, they can argue each other. We don't care. And from a personal standpoint, in terms of my Twitch, we're getting closer to a thousand followers now. Is it moving slowly? Is it still going up and then down a little bit before recovering? Yeah, that happens. You know, you get you get bots accounts, you get deactivated accounts, which aren't you know aren't around for about a year, so they switch them off. So, you know, this month alone has been one of the best months I've had for subs, gifted subs. And bits it's been amazing and the only people i can thank are you guys listening to this in the chat you know staying in the chat talking to us now here who may listen to it back because it's you guys that are doing that so you know in terms of in terms of of that thing this year has been much better in than than last for sure you know we passed twenty five thousand views this year which is amazing to me to have done for a channel that we've essentially built up from scratch. In two and a half years. Yeah. And there's other things as well. It's like this year meeting really good people again, meeting up with old friends like Dougie, meeting up with new people like Rach, who we've had on the show, Kat, who I finally met. You know, There's people we have met this year that I consider my peers, my you know the ones that I look up to in streaming world, and when and they come along and say that they're proud of us, they're they're happy with what we're doing, they're really entertained by the stuff, and that gives me a boost because that shows we're doing something right. 
so I cannot complain about the stream stuff we've done this year. I have to be extremely pleased with how we've we've come along. For next year, well, next year I do have a plan. We also haven't been incited for saying anything racist, sexist, or like anti-anything. We've skirted the lines. Mainly I have skirted the lines. <laughs> Plenty of times. <laughs> We've come close, but you know, we're all right. We, we, we just went, we just grabbed out, you know, each of us grabbed at James's arm, just gently went, come on, James, back from the line. It's all right. It's all right. You don't need to say it. It's fine. It's okay. Come back. So, <laughs> for, for next year, I'll say I have a plan. Once I've got through the games I'm streaming, and that is, a, you know, there's going to be a lot more on the Tuesday night. And considering Dragon Age Inquisition is what it is, and what I've seen it open up to, it's like, oh, we could be here for a while. So I'm not sure whether Late Night Lard on a Tuesday will join in with that one. But once I've gone through the current crop of games that I've, I've listed for streaming, I'm going to take a look at my backlog for on the PC. On PS4 and on the Xbox One. And I'm going to look at them A to Z and try working through some of those games. Now, if I started them on stream and haven't finished them, I won't continue on some of them. You never know. Even looking at Dark Souls 2. May not complete it, but at least I'll try it at least on stream. You're and then, of course, man. I know. I know. I say, I might not complete it because I'll probably get frustrated as fuck, but mm. at least I'll try it. Because then I can say I've played it. So there's that to look forward to. Now I'll, you know, I'll segregate days for like the Sunday will be the X day of the Xbox, Tuesday will be PS4, Thursday will be PC. Just so we can have sort of a bit of a schedule, a bit of a you know consistency there once once we're through it. Also, there is potential of co-streams with Will. Down here because you know playing fours was was a great laugh, wasn't it, Will? Yeah, good fun. Your checks in the mini rammings up the bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there's Angioria wants to do some stuff with people, so I'd love to co-stream with Angie. She is awesome. She's one of the funniest women I know. On and so there's plenty more stuff like that. We also want guests. We want. Other guests too that we haven't had on this past couple of years that we we you know we want guests that we've had on before to come back. We've had Keith Dunn Fernandez back on. Mm -hmm. We want Lucy and Daniela back on. Cat Strike to come on. We want Sammy back. You know we want Stratham to come back on as a, a little bit more as well. So we want all these people to come back. We want this sort of thing to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger for you guys. Because we think that just listening to me, Will, and Chris talk end over end all the time, though entertaining can get boring after a bit. Yeah, so we want someone else to you know take over, so we can rest a bit. We can just sit back here and go. Well, not not like take over, just like somebody else <laughs> more interesting to show up. I mean, how 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 often can I? I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, we can we can come up with material. Lord knows that game game. Gaming companies are going to give me plenty of material. Uh, hashtag Grant shirt uh, on sale at Tigwoopy store. Um, but, uh, you know, it's 
we like getting other opinions. Obviously, the other thing I know we're working on and something we can talk about is that uh, we're trying to get either Mark or somebody else from Extra Life, or not Extra Life, I get the two mixed up, special effect, back mm -hmm. on when we do that, closer to when we're doing our streams, because, you know, that's that's a great thing to have. Um, Will's got tickets to a con? Like, didn't you get tickets to go to, like, game something or other? Um, I am going to rest in April. That's it. That was and the thing. We got three days. We got three days in res as a press, which is awesome. So now we just got to get up for EGX later on in the year, which is back down in London, and that'll be the double, which is nice. It's very nice. So, yeah, it's... There are big plans. There's other big. There's another big plan that I'm not sure. James, do you want to say about it now? Oh, do you want to do it now or do you want to wait till? Two, yeah, let's talk about it now. Let's do it now. Yeah. So there, there was discussions had because um, obviously, what one thing we look at here is we look at our, we look at the show, we look at the things, we look at the ways we can improve it. And you go, you know, talk about things and personal lives come in the way. So we looked at something and we decided we're going to make a change. Now, don't freak out. Me and Will are still going to be here for you. And so is Chris and everybody else. The more thing, if anything, it's it. And I guess it would we can kind of equate it to as much as we've heard about burnout the last couple of years of, of streamers. We, and us trying to mitigate that with splitting up streams, doing this. That's where this is kind of going to. We are now changing the time of the show. We will no longer be 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, midnight on Fridays. Instead, we'll be 9 o'clock in the morning Eastern Standard Time, 2 o'clock UK on Saturdays. We have all have schedules who can do this. Uh, it just I'm used to waking up early in the morning now anyways. It makes sense. It means we can be at a more reasonable time to have people on at a more reasonable time and make it easier for you and for those of you who do miss the show and want it at the later time i will rebroadcast this at 7 p.m on saturdays at the later time so it will just be a rebroadcast at, at just the on saturdays at the at the at the regular scheduled time and if even more needs be that way we can if need be we will also maybe stream once on a friday during the live time and i will re-rebroadcast again the previous week's show on the friday on the friday so we will still give people a chance to watch it. One of us will probably be around in the chat. It's just we're going to move the live show into a more reasonable time for everybody. Because it also gives you guys a chance to show up and be like, hey, you're here. And like can talk to us. And it's not midnight. It's like two in the after three in the afternoon. Which is a very reasonable time to be around. And we can hopefully like... Then that way, because obviously if you guys like us and have been telling your friends about us, you can say, oh yeah, these guys are on at midnight on a Friday. Most people are going to be like, fucking midnight. But then you can say, hey, they're on at 2 o'clock on a Saturday. And you'll be like, that's that's fine. I can put them on while I'm watching my football matches. It's perfect. Or Formula One or whatever, or the Island of Man race. Because... <laughs> You know that that that's a thing. We've 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 clarified that that is a very much a thing. And yeah, I think it'll be. We're gonna try it out at least. Give it a shot. See what happens. Obviously, things change. Things are fluid. But I think it would be remiss if we didn't give it a shot and give give it everybody a chance to really kind of appreciate it. I think 
we started to see this transition when I started releasing the show on a Monday. And that's because that gives us the 24 hour plus time for Twitch to have it and be everything. So it allows everybody to be happy with it. I can't use guys the excuse for Friday evening. Now. Yes, you can. Because it's the show will still be there. We're just doing it at a later time. But at an earlier time. I guess technically it's a later, earlier time because it's later in the week, but earlier on the Saturday. <laughs> the most audio visual podcast. It, it's exactly. Yeah, we we are mo- we are the most uh, video. What is it like the most visual the audio most visual based pod- audio, pod- audio yeah. podcast? Timey wimey podcast now. Yeah, now now we're all over the place now. Needless to say, we're gonna try it out. It'll be interesting. It'll be fun. We hope you all will show up there. You can bring your friends along. Also, another cool thing about this, too, is that normally I have to downgrade the quality of the stream to figure out what the fuck is going on. Because, you know, when we do something like this and we stream that, I didn't do that. I haven't had an issue with drop frames or anything today. We're streaming at, I believe, 1080p. Um, yep, we're streaming at 1080p at 60 frames a sec at, at 60 frames. Uh, and we have yet to drop any significant amount of frames or have any CPU or, or data usage. So this also seems to be a nice sweet spot in uh, Twitch streaming server wise as well. And we all know the less editing I have to do on the front end of the stream to make it work, the happier I am. As these guys can attest to right before we went live. Yeah. <laughs> a happy James is a good James. Yes. Even though we know you like the rants. <laughs> Think of it this way. If James has the rants, he's much more power. He has more energy because he's been sleeping. Yeah. So he's, he's it gives and it gives Friday and it gives all day Fridays for people to fuck up, much like Atlas did. Um because obviously they didn't release a tweet until midnight on Friday, three hours after they said their game was going to go live, asking for another five hours to get them to let them say that their game is going to go live. So yeah, do that math. It's eight hours, but still. <laughs> Silly boys, and girls. I mean, people are probably working hard, but let's 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 be realist here. Why are you releasing a pre-build of the game? the weekend before Christmas. Yeah. You just know it's going to go wrong, don't it's you? It's not a really? smart business just decision. asking for trouble. Not, not a smart business decision. But, and that, why release, why talk about it at like the Game Awards and then be like, oh yeah, this. Hey, Daniel, thank you. We really thank do you. appreciate Merry that. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Thank you for the happy holidays. Whatever you whatever you celebrate, we are happy to both accept the fact that you celebrate that and just let you do it, man. If you, you believe cosmic muffins, I personally believe David Bowie is my own personal savior because guess what? There's worse things to believe in. And we all know David Bowie just went home. Yeah, he, he it was time for him to go home. It was. Because lo and behold, he has taught us through the hubris of Ziggy Stardust to appreciate the ones who help you get to where you are. And when then you become believed yourself to be the center of attention, it is that when you fall down and get torn down by everybody else. 
and by ho to appreciate everything that you have, including your family, because you could be such as Major Tom floating in your tin can above the world, looking at the majesty of it all and realizing that though you may never come back, you can appreciate your loved ones in your final moments. Praise be to Bowie. And we all know Will's God, don't we, Will? Yep. <laughs> so, oh, oh. <laughs> the, will, the gods of Mercury. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. something else. More Freddie Mercury streams coming in the new year. Forgot about that. See, Daniel, I, we agree, Daniel. Yeah. David Can Bowie has helped us get us through a lot and will always be so, there. So, Will. What, what was your plan about Freddie Mercury streams? Tell us more. Yeah, they're con continuing in the new year. I'd forgot about those. I've even brought a mustache or two to give away. Could have put one on. <laughs> Fred, go do, 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 do. <laughs> there have been plenty of costume changes. I mean, like, I keep, I keep a pair of aviator sunglasses right here in case I ever, I ever need them. Of course, I can't read chat at this point, but... God, do I look awesome. Because aviator <laughs> sunglasses, right? Top health. They're actually oh, really? also, like, really dusty. I should probably you can't see, but <laughs> aviator glasses. It's not about mm. seeing, though. We all know that fashion is not about... It's not about utility. It's about looking cool. Mm. <laughs> see, I was going to ask Will about what the charity was yep. he's doing the streams for, but however, I can tell you this: it is the Freddie Mercury Trust, I believe. Is that not so, Will? It is indeed. Could you tell us a little bit more about the charity? Um. Well, basically, it was set up after Freddie sort of passed away to uh, raise money to raise awareness of HIV and AIDS, help people with the costs of. Um, treatment and such you know it's only a small part of charities in that way inclined but it's uh, a personal one to me it's a, it's a good charity any charity could you is a good tell, charity yeah could you tell them where they could find it on the internet <laughs> to be fair it's in many places and if you do buy some green <laughs> merchandise some money does go to the um, charity one thing the band doesn't get recognized for that's cool that's that's really cool they, they send proceeds to it so speaking let's speak about games a bit more before we're done and what done to what we've been playing this week do we want me to push my story until uh Ooh. next week i did promise no, everybody a story you could actually tell the story, yeah. Okay. Go for that. Yeah. All right. So this this story could take. I've told this story multiple times, uh, and through my age and through history, it has changed a little bit each time, but ultimately it, it ends up being roughly the same. I will change the names of people, and uh, so that any if anybody these people who hear it, which they probably won't, but can go under so that they won't be implicated. Because uh, there, there's nothing wrong. This is still a very PG story, but it's an interesting one. And it's how I got my drinking nickname of bread. Um, so, tuck in. This could take anywhere from five minutes to 30 minutes, depending on the telling and the reactions we get. And the sideline and sidetracking, because much like everything else in this show, sidetracking happens. 
and to tell a good story, reference material is needed. Though I imagine most of you know me from now. So, to do this, we must hearken back to my high school days. And obviously, during the time when a, a child must start looking at colleges. A good friend of mine, we'll call him P. I have two friends, P and T, we'll call them. And they, we were, one of their brothers was up in Boston at a college. And they invited us to come up there. Now, mind you, we were of the age of where this prospect was very interesting. And also of the age where, you know, we did not know much about what actually happened at colleges. But they invited us up for the weekend to go and see the college. Take a bus trip from there to the college on Friday. Come back Sunday. We were all very excited with the prospect. Now, obviously, me having watched plenty of movies, I understood that, obviously, if we're going to college, they happen to be a part of a frat house, a, a sporting frat house, baseball. And we obviously knew what would happen on a weekend, especially a Friday night and a Saturday night. Um, so, and we knew we were going up Friday, and it was going to be nice and easy, but Saturday is when things were going to get interesting. So, me being the intelligent person that I was, I... um. I packed a bag. I had a nice little duffel bag filled with clothes and stuff that I thought I would need. Um, but in doing so, I, uh, I also went down to my father's beer fridge and I threw a couple of cans of Bud Light, trying to think, you know, this could be interesting. We have a fun time. Let's try and save this. I may or may not have been of the age where I could partake in such beverages, but I wanted to make sure I was at least contributing, which leads us to the drive to the bus station now my father was the one who was driving me and i was a little nervous obviously because i was meeting my friends at the bus station to go up there and it's one of my first trips away from the house without any parental supervision and i'm sitting there we're driving and my father turns and he looks at me and goes james we need to have a discussion and i can tell you my my stomach just just dropped because i was like oh no he knows and he goes james before we left i grabbed your bag and i heard some jingling in it so i looked and i really have to say i'm disappointed i'm extremely disappointed and i if colds you can imagine just the cold sweat just the nervous energy of just, oh God, he knows. He understands what this is. You know, the, my coming of age tale, my going to and being a part of these college festivities are screwed. He goes, James, you were going to a college party and only bringing three beers. I'm disappointed in you. I thought you were better than this. I put a 12 pack in there and a pint of Smirnoff. You should know better than that just to show up with three beers that will do nothing for you. Don't tell your mother. Have a great time. I'll see you when you get back. Now, this is obviously alcohol has always been discussed in my family and it had never been a, quite a taboo more than kind of an understanding. Uh, this was kind of that moment where it was just like, dad's got your back. And I was like, okay, this is already a wonderful time. It is going to be a great time because I have the blessing of my father to do this. And he knows what's going on and I know what's going to go on. 
And because of that, if something goes sideways, I at least have somebody to cover for me. So we get to the bus station. He drops me off, waves goodbye. I purchase the bus ticket and then me, P and T head up to the city. Uh, if you're wondering, the city involved it is Boston. So Boston, Massachusetts, very famous if you're if you're English and you know quite a lot what happens there. So we make our way up to Boston. Now, Boston uh, is we get there. It takes about two hours and be a bus for us to get there all the time. We were discussing kind of what 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 we can expect, really building up this entire moment in our minds about what could or could not happen. The possibilities of endless, the understanding that that night is going to be a party. The first party we have ever been to as college students. And one of the reasons we're going there, we were invited by the brother to go up there and be partake in it and really start to understand what the college experience was like. The next day we would go and we would actually look at the college. Mind you, it's a Saturday. Nothing was open on the college on the Saturday. So I don't know how we really got away with that, but that's needless to say. We weren't thinking that far ahead. That evening was the evening that all of us would start for the first time understanding what this was. And we were excited. We had all brought a few things. I was a little bit more well prepared than my friends for obvious reasons. I had help. And we get there. And we get there. And we're picked up by the brother. And he takes us back to this three-story house. Very old colonial kind of house in the middle of downtown Boston. Not quite in the shooting area and the stabbing areas, but adjacent to that kind of part of Boston. And you have to understand. So we get there. We're super excited. We don't know what's going on. Uh, we get in there. It's very interesting. They, he kind of gives us the nickel and dime tour. They have the first floor in the basement. The first floor has a living room, some bedrooms. There's upstairs where the rest of the guys sleep. But they show us the basement. And oh, what a glory it was to behold. Imagine, if you will, going downstairs and having a wide open space with only support pillars. On the left-hand side, partitioned off, a bar... And then also a little cubbyhole with a beat-up old sofa and a lawnmower and weed whacker where they keep from mowing the lawn. Important reference. You'll need to know about that for later. But also a table all squared away for what eventually would be beer pong. The bar already having the keg orator set and ready to receive the keg for that evening. All ready to go. Now we had received, gotten there about early afternoon. So there was time to kill. So what do you do when you're in Boston waiting for the, the anticipation of such a party to begin? Well, you go to the aquarium. You go to the IMAX theater and you fall asleep for two hours listening to David Attenborough talk about ocelots. That's obviously the thing to do. Because you need to make sure you're up and awake for the festivities to attend to. So we do that. We do some sightseeing. We get something to eat. And then we get back. Two of the friends go. We need to go out and get the keg. Hopefully you guys are ready. Get prepared. Now we get dressed in what we assumed is fashion for the time, uh, which would most of us was just polo, jeans, and, and shirts. We're trying to look nice. Trying not to look as underage as we are. And finally, there's a knock on the door. And it opens up. And there is this keg that we have to help muscle down the stairs. Now, I am not the size of the guy I was then. I probably have weighed about a lot less and had a lot less muscle. To trying to help these guys hoof a keg down a narrow flight of stairs that I can barely shit fit in shoulder length was difficult. 
but we got it there. We got it set. We tapped the keg, something I had actually had experience with at the time, which earned me some points with the uh, older gentleman. Very important currency later on. And in doing so, they looked at us and goes, okay, there's going to be a few things going on tonight. The party doesn't start for another hour or so. People won't start showing up. But we have some time to kill and we have the keg tapped, so what do you guys know about beer pong? And me and T look at each other, look back at them and go, we don't, we don't know anything about beer pong. And they go, well then, let's teach you a few things. The racks get set up on the table. Beer is poured half cups in each one. And they explain to us the rules. Quite simple, depending on where you are, what you're doing. But the rules are very simple. Take the playing, pull around, bounce. You have to drink as many cups as bounces. If it gets in, you can swat. Other thing too, if you are shut out, naked lap. Needless to say, it's the first time we had any time playing beer pong. We weren't shut out. But we played three games at half cups. So by the time the party started and people started showing up, me and P had already had four beers in an hour. And we may have already been a little bit intoxicated before the party even starts. Thus, the party begins. People start showing up. In a small house, the basement is now filled to the brim. Probably anywhere between 40 to 50 people downstairs in the basement. Loud music is playing upstairs. A little bit more recreational, a little bit more calm down. I'd say around 15 people upstairs. I have had a beer in my hand since this has started. I have yet to go back to the beer pong table, but I am buzzed. I am having a good time. I am at that level where you kind of have the out-of-body experience understanding of what's happening, where everything seems to be in the third person. You're kind of watching yourself through yourself, kind of understanding the decisions you're making, but really not having being able to make any conscious decisions on it. Now I'm downstairs and I've had my, now I'm on my sixth or seventh beer and I'm having a good time. And I realize something. Nature is calling me. I have, a, I have, a, I have an urge to go to the bathroom and I need to go. Time now, to break the seal. Exactly. But there's a problem of this place. There is only one bathroom. So what is one to do when, when there's only one bathroom? You go outside, obviously. In the middle of downtown Boston in the front yard of these people's house at 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock at night and you pee on their tree as the cops drive by and you drunkenly wave at them while also drinking out of your red solo cup <laughs> but given that this is not only the frat house on the road in this area and the fact that the lights and sirens are going it was probably going to the shooting or stabbing parts of Boston more important than dealing with a drunk guy on private property taking a piss on a tree so, I go inside, and after that moment, I have that, those moment, one of those moments of clarity. One of those clear moments of understanding where I look at myself and go, James, you haven't had any dinner. You are, have had seven beers. You have yet to have anything to eat for dinner. You need something for this. Now, one of the downsides of this party is there was plenty of alcohol to be had, but no food which I think is a severe detriment to what they had going forward and something they may have changed. Now, obviously, having understanding of alcohol and how it works, what is something that soaks up alcohol? 
bread. Very understanding. So I go into their kitchen, which happened to be right through the door that I went out to, to pee on the tree. I look in the kitchen and sitting there, almost as a gift from God brought down before me, laying on the table, is a bag of Wonder Bread. If you don't know what Wonder Bread it is, it is the cheapest, most inexpensive thing that is closely related to bread as you can physically get in the United States. <laughs> it is almost bread. And I look at it and go, Eureka, James, you found it. You now know what you're going to do. You're going to grab a slice of bread. You're going to eat it. You're going to enjoy it. And you're going to soak up the alcohol in your stomach so that you can drink more and spend more time downstairs with the festivities. That's what I said in my head. What came out was, I'd eat and go grab the bread. So I don't grab a single slice of bread. I grab the full loaf of Wonder Bread. And I go downstairs with it back to the 40 or 50 odd people that are down there. College, interesting, young, attractive women, attractive men. If you're into that thing, I was, I was down there walking around and just holding this loaf of bread in my hands and just snacking away. And somebody goes, does that guy have bread? And they go, yeah, he he does. And I go, sup? And they go, why do you have bread? And I'm like, why don't you? At which point they went, huh. Okay, bread. You want to play some beer pong? And I went, two beers. And then much hilarity ensued. Cheers went around. The bread chant started. Bread. 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 Me and my partner won two games of beer pong before we were eventually knocked out. Meanwhile, I had the bread on the beer pong table. Beer, and I finished the loaf, too. I was eating bread in between taking, taking drinks of beer. Very important to do because, obviously, in my brain, eating bread soaks up alcohol. But after all of this has happened, all this goes on. I grow tired. Um, and the bread is no longer there. I've had very much a lot to drink. And I look at myself and go, I need to go and sit down. So where do I go and sit down? Not upstairs, mind you. No, where the people are socializing and having smoking marijuana. No, there's, there's marijuana up there. I can't be involved in illegal drugs and illicit drugs. That's, that's not something I can do. No, I find the nook, the cranny with the sofa and the lawnmowers and the weed whacker. And I sit down on that. And I just kind of sit and I stare and I just watch the people out there just trying to understand the social norms and things that are going on. Because at this point, I'm way beyond the out-of-body experience I am no longer myself. I'm just trying to comprehend what this is because it has gone beyond any expectations that I had ever had, any understanding of what a college party could be. The music I am unfamiliar with, uh, mostly uh, hip-hop and rap at the time, the dancing styles of people that just looks like dry-humping to me, essentially, was. 
just trying to comprehend. And I'm not getting around to it. And, and I can feel myself retreating into myself, kind of becoming quiet and stoic, not wanting to speak much, just trying to find my center and find my core through what is happening out here. And that's when something happens. Three young ladies walk into this little alcove. There's a little love seat sitting there. There's obviously me sitting right there. And they go and they go, Hi there, cutie. Mind if we sit? And of course, I just kind of nod and kind of present them. And one sits across, one sits next to me, and then one sits on my lap draping her legs across her friend. And they go, well, who are you? James. Why are you here? Visiting. I'm at the point now where I can only form one word answers. And in most other cases, when they're asking me questions, I just kind of stare and stare stoically at them quietly, just kind of trying to comprehend the words that are coming at me into some semblance of a sentence, but most of the time just going, uh... And for whatever reason, they find this interesting. I'm not from there. I'm a different person that they've seen in the party scene before. I am not really quite paying attention to them as interested as they are into talking to me. It provides things. And from the corner of my eye, I can see it. P and T are watching me. P is adamantly pointing like he wants to come over and T is shaking his head saying, no, let him be. No, let him be. But they come over anyways because P wants to get involved. And they come in and they, they introduce themselves as my friends. They're also a little bit more social than I am at the time as still trying to find that awkward balance of am, am, am I nauseous? Or is it just all the bread that I just ate from drinking all of that and drinking all of that beer? I'm not quite sure. And so they start coming down and having conversations with these young ladies. And they're believing that they're doing a good job. At least what we believed was a good job at conversing with women at the time, especially older women. At which point they go, what school do you go to? And P blurts out, oh, we go to high school. And the moment shatters. Then they realize, they, they look at me and they go, he's not stoic. He's not interesting. He's not the brooding one that sits in the corner. He's just really fucking drunk and kind of looks a little nauseous. And they look at my friends and they go, they're not young and interesting either. They're just a bunch of high schoolers that snuck into this party. And then they get up and they leave. And my friend looks at him and goes, You ruined it. We had a moment. A moment where we were treated as adults. And you fucking ruined it. At which point, one of the owners of the house comes down and says, The cops have been called on us. Everybody has to leave. And the place vacates. Faster than you can say, Free sale of tea in Harold's just out. People are just out the door in a flash. They come down, they look at the, look at the tanks. They say, good. Everybody's gone. 
that's great. We don't actually have to tell people to leave. The cops weren't actually called. It was just the way to get everybody out. And I'm sitting there trying to comprehend my life, having kind of an existential moment of what is going on and what am I doing here. At which point I'm helped upstairs, laid down on a sofa, and I go to sleep. And I wake up the next morning with the worst hangover I have ever had in my life. The best way to describe this hangover is that it is not just a hangover. It is a hangover where if you move your body in any way, shape, or form, you are immediately nauseous to the point you're going to throw up. So what am I greeted with this morning? But MacGyver on television and an angry-looking roommate who I had met the night before only for a few minutes with an empty bag of Wonder Bread. And he just kind of stares at me and goes, It's your fucking bread, huh? And my best response to him was, he goes, well, soon you're going to have to get off your sorry ass because I need you to get me another loaf of bread. And that's how I became known as bread. And there is a moral. There's another moral to this story. And I'm going to ask the opinion of, of Will and Gio about this one. Do you know what? Do you want to know what the, what it is? When the bathroom is is you is busy, and you need to go. Where do you go instead of outside? Gio. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, <laughs> I hold it like that. <laughs> well. If you're my uncle, you refill the cans that you've just emptied. <laughs> See, I was going to say the kitchen sink. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's the fish tank. No. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, so that 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 is one of my interesting stories. I have plenty more of what of of those, and maybe if so coaxed in the near future, we can tell one or two. <laughs> we can have a, a nice stream just reminiscing all our drunk stories. No, most that's the only drunk story I have. Uh, I can the the uh, the next one I can tell is it, it's not a me intoxicated story, but I can tell you it ended up with me in a supermarket at four in the morning, standing in between two transvestite hookers in leopard print things buying sandwiches. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but that's for another Pretty time. Pretty average, then. <laughs> no, like you, you were in a, by a fireside in a rocking chair, cardigan, you know, pipe. Yep, that that is that is another story. Um, but yes, no, that is that is that is how I became to <laughs> be known as bread. Bread, bread, so. bread, bread, bread. <laughs> bread. Which now that I think about it is 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 something very <laughs> underutilized and I should have made my gamer tag. But needless to say, we don't take all the chances we get in life. <laughs> As Kenny Rogers would say, you got no one to hold them and no one to fold them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you just got it. And I wish I did. No one to fold them and not drink as much beer. 
<laughs> you were young, of course you don't know that. But Come I did, because I'd had it before. But it's over. That's that's one of the stories. It's the the indice of youth. But yeah, that's that's the story I promised all of you guys. I might clip that and make that a separate section to the actual show. I might leave that story as like its own little thing. Well, you need to because there's one I've got to put up, and it is. It's actually ready. It should be ready to go now because it's past the 24 hours. Uh, um, and this leads us nicely onto what we've been playing this week, right? Um, I finished Bioshock again, and I finished the nasty playthrough. And there's a part in Bioshock where you have to become a big daddy. Okay, slight spoiler. It's not much story-wise, but hello, Tim. Oh. You yeah, find yourself a big daddy? Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. you know, like the second game, like Bioshock 2, you have, you know, you you look for a little sister. Little sister goes off for, you know, to harvest Adam from the splicer. Now, during this point, I'm, you know, I'm sort of talking back to little sister because she's saying, hurry up, Mr. Bubbles. I'm the one that's ahead. I, I'm the one waiting for her to hurry the hell up. So it's, it's almost like a parenting day for a big daddy comes along in this whole monologue for about 20 odd minutes that people are just creasing up at watching. So it's one of those highlights I'm going to have to put on the YouTube channel because it's different. You know, <laughs> it's something that I enjoy doing. It's it's um yeah, it's, it's parenting skills with big daddy. So you need to check that out when I post it up. Also, now this is a bit of conjecture. I want also want you guys to, I want you, your guys' opinion because I've asked James. James has talked. James has had given me his opinion officially on Tuesday. Uh, I fired up. No, is it Tuesday? No, no. I'm thinking. No, Wednesday. What am I thinking of? I, in my opinion, broke my New Year's resolution for the year. I turned on and started playing Red Dead Redemption 2, which, as we all know, will have microtransactions in. Now, I've played about three hours worth of this, and fuck me, does that game look gorgeous? I've just gotten out to what I can assume is the tutorial three hours. And it's kind of in spring now. We're down the out of the mountains. And the game has opened up quite a bit now where you're at. Get a base camp. And the, the thing, the big thing I noticed about it was the camaraderie and the personalities between each of the gang members. So um, the setup that I can see, kind of see coming for the original Red Dead Redemption, where that story takes place. Now, getting to that, I don't know. There's, there's potentially some big spoilers happening, which I'll need to look at. But the way that they've done the snow, how deep the snow is, and you move slower in it, and you see trails, and trails don't suddenly just disappear. That I like. This little touches they have done with this game that have so far made me just go, wow. You know? Story-wise, yeah, I, I can't really say too much because, again, it hasn't really started. Because I know people are saying that if you play it, it is a slow burn because it's a Western. As James, you said yourself. So I'm going to need to play more before I can come back and say, oh, yeah, yeah I, I can really like this. So I have actually started playing games 
off stream again, which is nice. Which is very nice. Um, and those games so far, it's mostly been it's racing or shooters. Um, Forza Horizon, I tried the New Island, which the weather effects are very nice. It has little treasure hunts on there. It's almost like like a pirate sort of thing. Go around looking for looking for chests of like one million credits or and bits in there, or hundred thousand credits. So, so that's that's nice. I like that idea. Can't find the second one. Good evening, Red Rains. Good evening, Rob. Um, so there's that. I I want to explore a bit more the island, see whether I can figure out why the second clue is not popping. Because I was in in the car that it said, I was at the area it said, it just wasn't appearing. Just wasn't. No idea why. Um, another racing game I got for Christmas, uh, and it was one I have talked about because I played a little bit of Res this year, Grip. The game that was, that's like the spiritual successor to Roll Cage and had some of the people in the, the dev team working on it, where it's you can drive upside down. You can flip your car over and it'll still go because the wheels are bigger than the car. And it's a you know violent weapon-based racer as well, so you can blow the shit out of your enemies. Top! Which I love. It, it, it's a nice balance of, of difficulty as well because you have to go back, you have to get better, and then you can move forward again in the tournament in your career, uh, which is really, really nice. And the other two, the other two bits I'm going to talk about, is the, the side-scrolling shoot space shooters. Um, absolute classic of our type 1 and 2. They came out as this gen a uh, little bit on PS4 this week, which if you've not played our type please do. It is an absolute classic of a space shoot-em-up. You know, scroll left to right, shoot things, progress, build a score. What more do you need? And finally, the other one, which is in the very, 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 very similar vein, so much so that it looks like it's blatantly nicked from our type, is a game called Rigid Force Alpha. Which is currently on Steam at the moment. Uh, I don't know whether it's coming to consoles or not. But again, it's it's another smart bit. It's another score chase. It has a very sort of up-to-date feel for a uh, shoot-em-up. Um, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's like they, they've remade our type almost with some of the bosses. And I'm almost addicted to it. I want to play more of this because it, it's taken me back. To my childhood, it's like there's a nostalgia feel to this. But it looks so up to date. It's, it's smooth. The music's great. It's it, it's nice. It's brilliant. It's very, very, very good to me. And that's pretty much what I'll say about it because other stuff you can see how I've played. You can you can come on to my uh my channel of twitch.tv forward slash latte maker. So Will. Hello. Hello, Will. Hello. Have you been playing anything this week? Yes. Having the uh, last two weeks of December off for uh, Christmas, I've actually managed to do some gaming instead of streaming. Um, tidied up some more Assassin's Creed, the ever-continuing collectible hunt. Brotherhood, 99.8% done. Uh, Revelations, about the same. Assassin's Creed 3, about the same. It's just those final little hidden... Bits and pieces which 
I can't either be bothered to go all the way that to the map or just can't find. Bit of pinball. No hints there why I'm playing a bit of pinball, but a bit of pinball. So in 2018, some Forza, some Mad Max. I've got a bit of cleaning up on that today. So a nice finishing off all the um, collectibles sort of week. Um, Fortnite, much to James's disgust, I can tell. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with other people playing Fortnite. I just don't want to Break play it myself. Break the law, James. Break the law. Mainly for social aspects because I've been missing everybody. Um, just reinstalled Rocket League because I'm on a promise with somebody in the channel. Uh, and I've just installed four new games, which will remain nameless, but uh, I can see myself spending many hours on those. Other than that, oh, and Pro Snooker 18 on the uh, on the phone. Spin about it. How is Mad Max to you? Because I know, didn't you say, Geo, that you got a bit bored of it towards the end? Uh yeah, it's my second time around. Uh, when I was playing it my first time on PS4, I got kind of really uh, like annoying repetitive for for me personally near the end, and there was like some of the sort of boss fights, if you call them that, just got like felt either annoying or pointless for me. The way they were set up. Fair statement. I'm a big fan of the films, and I don't know, I quite yeah. like the the feel of the game. Again, it's a proper open yeah. world. Where unlike Assassin's Creed, yeah. where you sort of led to go and do this or do that, you really can do it. Quite nice in that aspect. And so it doesn't really force you along with the main missions and going, we want you to do this every five seconds no, when no. you're off doing something else. You can do the whole yeah. map before you actually basically have to do any story, if you want. Yeah. That's cool. It's a nice aspect. Plus, yeah. you know, the film references, yeah. picking out like... The Night Rider and the Thunder Dome bit. It's great. One of my complaints was that, as, as cool as that was, which you don't know if you're somebody who was, not just trophy 100%, but just like, like I want to do 100% everything. You know, just like, you know, I like completing, want to do all the chance on stuff. The problem, if you don't know ahead of time, you can accidentally screw yourself over if you complete everything. And then that's what really pissed me off. I was like, oh, I want to do everything. Oh, yeah, I want to have like the best car. Blah, blah, blah. And then I go back and do all the challenges. I can't complete all of them because not everything's gone. Yeah, I've done that as well. Painting myself into a corner. Might mean I might yeah. stream it and do it again. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool to see. Is that all you've been playing, did? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty much everything. That's good. Yeah. Geo, what have you been playing yeah. lately? Well, what have I been playing? <laughs> We've playing quite a few things uh, on and off stream. Uh, mostly off stream, I've seen. I've been getting called online to work today, uh, this week, but uh, some of the cool stuff have been slowly, like I said, knocking out games, especially as I hit more. Uh, like Hitman Go was like, oh, let me get a quick platinum, knock this game out. But I took, the, took a day and like, got through that, got through all that. Uh, that was a fun little, like, it was like a dollar. So I was like, oh, whatever, I'll, I'll buy it, play it quickly, get a platinum. Uh, South Park, which, all I got to say, it's freaking spontaneous booty. God damn that woman. God damn that woman. It took me like five tries to get through it. Well, the whole time, Kimmy just making fun of me. Um, I actually started a little bit of Bulletstorm. So I've been playing the off stream for, just for myself, just 
like, uh, hopefully, uh, so I remember I tried playing on PS3. I had some really weird glitches. So I was like, oh, I'm sure if I want to try it again, but so far it's been fun. Uh, no issues, no problems. At least on the remastered version, thankfully. Because I know sometimes they don't, like, uh, do the updates when they do the remaster. It's kind of like you're getting the original codes. So, like, thankfully I haven't had the same issues I've had on PS3. So I've been kind of enjoying that, playing that little by little by myself. Uh, and then, like, two games I really want to talk about. One which, you know, uh, I've been participating on a... It's a special, like, person on Twitter doing called Indie Xmas. So she basically, she's, like, trying with a lot of indie developers and helping give out free codes. Like, hey, all we want you to do is try out the game and give us your honest opinion. What you like, what you don't like. So I've gotten two games so far that I've tried out. One, where I said, a game I said, Lord needs to play. Shadow of the Loot Box. Yeah, which is never sounds like, but it's cool. It's it's basically a riff. It's a, the whole game is just a parody of like those cool like, movies, like airplane and stuff. But like instead, of, but in a gaming way, so it's like it makes fun of loot boxes. All everything you kill, all loot boxes. Uh, so some of them loot box bosses summon microtransactions at you to suck your your, your life force out. Basically, you know, oh, we're taking you know, thank you, you know, really hitting hitting your wallet, your soul. And then uh, so, so like that's a very like fun silly game, and it's like. Purposely, like, don't think that's so much frustrating about it. It's purposely like an incomplete game because it's like it's making fun of games, so that like, you can't see the the HUD properly. Um, a lot of times, the games will freeze for you saying DRM. Sorry, this this game has been hit by DRM. You're not gonna be able to play for two seconds. Or like there was one, it's, you know, it's like little stuff like that, like little like gaming like annoying tropes I've seen. Uh, the game has it all, like, but purposely done, just like just making fun of fun of all the current stuff. Like I, I had a blast slash frustrating time getting through that, and again, these both games very short, quick, easy platinum too. Uh, so it was that one, and then another game I was pl- trying yesterday that was a cross by called Midnight Deluxe. So it's very catapult slash golfing game, yeah. Where it's like so you, there's no parry or anything, but you kind of like have to swing yourself over and hope you hit the the goal, and then as uh, little tries as possible. Which for the most part was good. You know, you first try it, it gives you a, a false sense of like, oh, I'm I'm really good at this. Oh, this is real easy. Yeah, you get like five, ten levels in, it's like nope, nope, death, 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 death. I'm like, how am I supposed to get through these levels? This is madness. I remember waking up uh, in the morning and I was always quite early for us, you know. So I, I sort yeah. of turned the PC on to uh, just just have a look around and see if I could actually, you know, get myself tie myself back out again for a couple of hours. And I remember watching you and I remember lurking and I remember the frustration coming out of you every time you missed it, going, Oh, come on. <laughs> just giggling to myself oh, yeah. every time you get more and more, oh, yeah. more frustrated. Yeah, trying to play at like two in the morning, not a good idea. Especially after working a night shift. But I was like, Oh, this would be a quick hour stream. This would be no problem. Do, 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 do. No, no. <laughs> that was no problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then lastly, what I've just started recently, like I said uh, something I'm finally, uh, and thanks for, uh, I didn't plan them on the Vita, but I did plan them midnight on the PS4. Uh, there's actually more levels where I was like, I'm done. Nope, I'll do more later. I'm done. I got the platinum. The stream is over. I'm going to bed. F this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, especially because I now have just enough platinum that I've now started my God of War run. So that's what I, mean. I just started God of War. Boy, streaming through that. I might try to stream some more today uh, when I can. Uh, basically, what I'm doing is basically I'm going streaming nothing else, play nothing else, just God of War. 
Basically, I was going for God from the beginning all the way into my platinum, man. Uh, once I platinum God of War, it will be my 10,000 trophy. Nice. I have a feeling next year you will pass us on trophy count. We'll see. I definitely got a lot of games now, like I said, to be sales, so I've got a lot to go through <laughs> 2019. <laughs> Yeah, your your backlog now of games that you that you've got is probably about six foot high. Oh yeah, most of these are are either hundred hour games or games that come with multiple like oh they're crossfire or like there's three or one, four or one. So yeah, I'm gonna be here for a while. A little bundle of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> less than a little thing. Is that it, dude? Yeah, that's it. If I say you want to see God of War, you can catch me in. I don't want to say too much of it. You didn't really play it, but like I'm slowly still in the beginning of playing through it, so you can just catch me on stream. Twitch.tv for slash Reese's Life. The Tigwiffy Game of the Year. Yes. James. Tigwiffy approved. Yes. What have you been playing, mate? Destiny 2 and Football Manager. <laughs> <laughs> A solid staple of action. And relaxing. It's 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 they're two sides of the same coin. One is action intensive playing with people. The other is pressing the space bar. And winning the game. <laughs> I bought a few games at the Steam Summer uh the Steam Summer the winter sale. Yeah. But those those one I'm play and think I actually may stream. Oh, is he teasing us rather than telling us what the game is? I can tell you what the game is. Uh, Mutant Zero, Year Zero. Return to Eden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you like XCOM? Do you think... I like watching it. Do you like yeah. XCOM, except the main character is a boar mutant called Borman, a duck mutant called ducks oh. yeah i've seen trailers for that that looks interesting yeah i think you should stream it then yeah the, this look, is either going to be a stream or i'm going to do what i've done before is record the series as i play it and then release the videos on stream as like half an hour episodes for people to watch oh mm. That is an idea. But Mutant Year, year Zero. If I can find time in between Destiny and Football Manager. <laughs> Both very important things. That. Both very important things. Gone uh, to uh, our YouTube channel as we live here at come up 20 past 5 in an evening in the UK. How to do parenting the big daddy way. Is going to the YouTube channel as we speak. So if you want to see that, TGWPIS or the game on play itself on YouTube, have a look for us. Ding! As our Christmas Christmas gift to you guys. Yeah, so everybody have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you before the new year. We'll do Tigwippy's year in review. Normal time, 7 o'clock EST, midnight, for the last time. The end of a Tig Whippy era. No, just just change. Because we'll still do it from time to time on that time. Depends on guests and which works better for them time-wise. 
Well, that's a good point. Reverse of now. Yeah. <laughs> American guests may want to do it the Friday evening. British ones really want to do it. You know, you this time. But we have yeah, options. Yeah, that's more understandable. Yeah. So, let me pull up Spotify again. Spootyfoo. Spot. Also, want to thank Will and Geo for joining us today. No worries. Really enjoyed it. It has been a pleasure. Hope you guys come on again soon. Yes, yes. And so we also want to thank you guys in chat. Alpha, I hope you feel better soon, whatever it is that's troubling you. Uh, what a fact, Michael, what a fact, Malinari, Red Reigns, uh, Robin, Crafty Robin, T. Paulin, and everybody else that appeared, including Lake. Thank you all. We'll see you for New Year. For our last show of the year. And Michael Patson, thank you. There we go. Have a good night, everybody. Oh!